Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You are here with your host, George Garlic and... Mark Garlic. Mark is back. Um, and yeah, I'm dosed up to the nines on some Nurofen at the moment. Why? Good old period pains, isn't it? Mm. I hate having a menstrual cycle. Can you try and describe uh, to me what it feels like? It feels like when you... I don't know if you'd know, but like when you annoy me to like the highest of No, highest what does it feel degrees? like physically? Yeah. Like around your uterus and your... Oh, Mark, why do you have to be... Like, it's it's not nice. I just feel... What does it feel lethargic. like? Lethargic. Okay, Christ. Just, How, just paint, it's a prime paint, example of when you just cut me a in. picture. I'm painting a picture. You keep interrupting me. Um... A period is, yeah, a period is something that just feels like everything's being squeezed, like, the whole time. And um, no matter how much Nurofen I take, it never seems to really do the job. And it's like this for a few days, a couple of days. But it does have, like I was saying to Marcus, it has such an adverse effect on my training. Mainly so, uh, my heart rate. And second of all would be just, like, the fact that I just can't lift as much. Can we elaborate on your uh, actual statistics? Well... So you want me to elaborate on my actual stats? Yeah, so, so we're going to do give some data a, now. Just no, just so we can have people can have a, uh, an understand a tangible understanding of how your menstrual cycle has an actual impact on your well, in, heart rate. You well, in heart rate it would usually elevate uh, your heart rate quite significantly around the time of your period, mm. um, which can mean that obviously you fatigue more when mm. you're performing it certain exercises. Mm. So if I'm trying to give it my all, which I always do, no matter if I'm my period or not, it just feels like either like fuck me, that's hard. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like, but is like, your heart rate like through tw- the roof? Twenty beats per minute higher than usual, or like what's the um, what's the actual comparison? So my resting heart rate would usually sit around 47 on a day-to-day basis. Not to fucking break. Oi, 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 fuck. 47. Oi. Am I fit and young? Do yes. You, do you do an Ironman? Dying men. Is that even... Is that you know, a, but some people, when they compete that? in, like, running and, like, cardiovascular stuff, like, their heart rates all, all go up to, like, consistently at, like, 180. Mm. Like, that's quite hard to maintain. It's all about mm. being able to maintain that level of heart rate. You know, how long can you maintain it? And also, how quickly mm. can you recover? Mm. You know, you can always... Mm. Like, but I always do say that... Oh God, we're going a bit off track here, but... It's fine. Go for it's it. Fucking, I was... Because, like, my range in strength training, like, if mm. I, like, when I go into my sessions, would mm. be from what I look at is my heart rate mm. after I've completed a set, mm. take it back down to, like, a certain, to before I, like, go for another mm. round. Mm-hmm. Um, and my heart rate can go up to, like, 170s easily in strength mm. training mm. Um, and mm. come back down pretty quickly to, say, like, maybe mid 50s, 60 before I start the next wow. set. Um, and I've kind of like worked out, obviously, um, around obviously my period, having mm. tracked it, mm. like my mm. heart rate would be up statistically at around like seven to ten, like higher. Wow. Okay. So like when I train, like it then a shoots up much amount, quicker. Yeah, where so. I'm sitting there going, shit, I shouldn't have had pre-workout at all. I guess if you round it, kind of, if you round it up to ten beats per minute, you're looking at like almost like a twenty percent increase. Yeah, and so I I think for myself, and it very much varies for most women, I have done some of my heaviest lifts, like Mm. whilst I'm bleeding, 
like mm. in that week, but like probably like three days in, like so like probably when the when the the worst like of the cramps and stuff is just like gone. Um, all the symptoms mm. have gone. Like I, like I get, re- I can get very bad symptoms, um, but actually my symptoms are pretty much moderate at the moment. Like yeah, I know it's coming. The the main symptom is I can't put up with my husband, but <laughs> the, that's. <laughs> something I don't know is ever going to change and we were talking about this and Mark was like oh I have pencil in my diary when you're like this and I was like well mm-hmm. if you have pencil in your diary why are you still annoying me like just know to just like let's not talk for like five days I wish that would be the case Georgia oh my Honestly. god yeah but I've got things to say to you <laughs> no, no, like, that's like, the problem that's the problem because we work together that's the problem if we went just for like literally like a week of just tired like silence like monks we'd be fine okay who's the one that yeah, said to me that they can get over things we much would quicker just write stuff down on the white like we'll leave messages for each other on the whiteboard no I won't even bother doing that <laughs> oh, honestly it's Mark said chat. to me this is oh, all absolute chat what the fact that I put up with the fact that you can't put up without me but the reality is so I wouldn't different. write notes to you Mark like, let's you be would, honest if you could not speak to me you would explode yeah because are we actually talking about this the other day? Like, I, I we do speak to each other just like a fucking abnormal amount. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it like, I never really like. It's really weird. I never really. I never ever vent to like friends. I never vent to family, and just probably much vent to you. And so I guess it again. Obviously, the the the, the then gets very heightened. Um, but I know it. I can feel it. What fucking annoys me is I feel mm-hmm. like I've got like two people. I sound like I've got fucking issue. Yeah. But like, you know, I've got two people. I know it's happening. And mm-hmm. I'm like, keep it controlled. You know it's going to happen. Just keep it controlled. You'll be better in a couple of days. Oh my God. And then That's I'm just like, such Fuck a weak you. internal narrative that just gets overridden by rage all the time. Yeah, but have you dealt with mass hormonal changes? Yes, would you like me to? Do, would I you have. like me to offer you some? Yes, I have actually. What was In self-inflicted? Compet- yeah, self-inflicted. What? So you've had a you've had a menstrual cycle a every menstrual single cycle, three weeks. You start have... to twitch, do you? Where you're like, "Fuck, I'm going to start feeling like shit no, now." But I have taken a cocktail of numerous <laughs> compounds. I've taken a cock of performance-enhancing <laughs> drugs and mixed it with recreational drugs, and so that's disgusting. We're not talking about with, that. Yeah, so there's a lot of so nothing to be proud of. Yeah, that have led to me being hormonally. I'm sorry, but don't even try and compare it. Don't even try and compare it. Did you get pain through that? Did you get Um, pain or were you just like, like just fucking an ego through the roof and thought that like the world shun out of your ass? I didn't, did you, when you first met me, did you think that? (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. No, I did. I did. I saw this guy that had like always a cap on. There was always a cap. I almost thought it was a problem. Maybe he was bald. I don't know. Like, (laughs) But you, you've got like so much hair, it's the complete opposite. Like, most people that whack on a cap 24 7 have got such a severe receding hairline that they need because to. Because I didn't have to brush my hair. Oh, God, because, yeah, you're, yeah, it's, it's, it's still trying to pull you through the works of self care that's not like the gym, honestly. It's like, fucks me off, you don't do anything. Like, and then we do all these, I get all these products for yeah, you. Yeah, but men are meant to be dirty. Why do I have to be put up? What the fuck? And then I have to. Then I have it's to insert you've never been items of you to a real into me. Masculine environment where you've, your family is very feminine and you don't understand the true aspects of a masculine. The last man. time you were in a masculine fucking job and not around just like women half the fucking time was when Mark. 
Well, when have you done a labour, like mean, a labour-based job? That doesn't necessarily job. mean that my most formative years haven't wasn't spent in incredibly masculine environments. Yes, but like, but you have why no should, okay, you can of, be dirty, your hygiene can be terrible, absolutely, but you're not going to yeah. be with me. So why no, should I, I have to put... I didn't say that my hygiene needs to be dirty. You said that you're not used to a man. A man can be dirty. Are, Men yeah, should but be like dirty. If, if, if you it's know, disgusting. historically, it's just the case. That's disgusting. And then you want me to entertain sucky, sucky, inserty, inserty. Sucky, do you know what I mean? Sucky. What are you talking what, about? What am I talking about? Exactly. And then you think that that's because... And you think if your personal hygiene was anything worse than what it is now, well, that that would be entertained. Hygienically clean all the time. So yes, because you're with me, sucky. and I would disinfect you with spray yeah, but if what I I'm could. What I'm saying is, I'm, because I'm currently clean all the time. Do we or do we not have sucky? two things of antibacterial in the car? Don't you're like, ignoring my question. What you're saying that if I'm if I get hygienic if I'm spotless, which I am, I shower twice a day. <laughs> that I, I just that I, should be, that I should be getting sucky sucky. So where's sucky sucky? <laughs> That's my question. Where is it? What have you done to deserve that? Where Everything. is I cook, I clean, I'm a diligent You know you, we've done a podcast um, at the wrong time because I've just started my period and I'd say the run up to the period, like the fucking four or five days, you get nothing from me but anger. And yeah. now you're getting sensitive to like sucky sucky and I'm lonely. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to cater to this. You're a heightened state of the cycle, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I don't don't make like out that your life is so fucking miserable in this marriage. Do you know what I mean? That I didn't you have say no that. exactly. That. So then, no, I'm just. I was just when you are showered and clean. Have you got of, a higher chance? I'm trying to understand the premise of. Well, answer me the question. And sucky, sucky. Okay, what well, is sucky, sucky? Okay, then because I'm incredibly hygienically <laughs> clean and I'm okay. just curious. That's all. You know the drill that if you. Would, if you're showered and clean, there's a higher mm. chance than if you're not. I know, obviously. It would also come down to my vibes, do you know what I mean? Which can come that. very much peak and trough at certain times. We know this. Yeah, and then I would say that your haircut could also be the one that helps you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Those because are three fair. I'm not going to lie, and I think my mum and my mm. dad and my sister will know this, but like mm. I, and you obviously, since I've been with you obviously mm. most of my life, but mm. um, I have a, I used to, I, not as much, but I have a very bad phobia of hair, like hair, mm. just like wet mm. hair, hair on the side, mm. hair in the shower, hair in swimming pools. And the only reason this stemmed from it is because mm. I used to swim competitively when I was younger and mm. I used to live in public swimming pools and there mm. was like floating hair, uh, God, Ooh. no. And then in the shower, uh, no, mm. like it's... So So when I actually did actually start dating you, I was slightly mm. concerned that, mm. you know, you have a lot of hair. And I sometimes do. when your beard's hair and your hair gets longer, it's more invasive to my life. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we've got separate bathrooms. Always. And you know that, like when you brush your beard in my mm, sink, that's mm-hmm. an absolute, like that's, we're going to have an argument and not talk mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Like, so a haircut would just keep it at that length where like, mm-hmm. if it does fall mm-hmm. out, it's not going to be like World War Three. Like, I, I just, like a haircut, like you, when your mm. hair grows, it starts to make me feel ill. I don't know what... <laughs> I don't, I, I don't suit long hair. It's just, no, my God, your hair's curly as well. Yeah, You'd be like, curly. It goes really. It's not. It's <laughs> should very, we it's do much better? Should short. He, not like. Not short. Not short, like Tintin. Like you know, you know, when Tintin. they Tintin when they cut your hair like Tintin. 
that was yeah, that was the last shockers. time we had professional photos I've had taken. Some shockers, oh yeah, that is true. I and now like we're I'm desperately for professional photos. I look photos. like I'm grooming you. Yeah, I'm so bad. <laughs> I look like I'm your dad. Like, my daughter me, from like, the Mark village. She like, nice. Like Mark looks really like. I'm going to give you the compliment here, but I actually say you were probably holding more body fat this time because mm. before, but you were quite big Back, at the time. Backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. But your your arm, your upper body looks fucking huge against like me in this photo with my arm on my can side. I, which can I, I just ask you, when does my upper body not look huge? Sometimes actually. When? <gasps> when? <laughs> When we were in Cape Town and you went through your weird yeah, slight stage. Yeah, I went through my anxiety. <laughs> through my anxiety <laughs> Didn't eat anything for that. Why are you laughing? Sorry. Oh, sorry. I had really crippling anxiety. It got to the point <laughs> where I got down to 92 kilos, which is unheard of. Yeah, why was that? Because you'd reached the age of 30 and had a fucking dilemma. Yeah, I was talking to a client about that today. Like, just like when it? men like reach the age of like around there, I like, just think, fuck, what am I doing with my life? No, I think it. there's that, that final fusing of that plate in your brain where it's like. And that fuses much earlier for women. Yeah, it does. Like 25, 26. So, so going and reverting back. Because, like, literally, it was such a change in my personality, I feel like, as well. Yeah, Mark was the worst with anxiety as well. Because, like, mm. imagine, like, I, I'd. Mm. Um, God, I sound like one of those, like, um, when I dealt with, like, very large extents of, like, anxiety and, like, mm. like I used to just, mm. like, go, I, one, I smoked a lot, like, mm. fucking back mm. in the day, mm. I smoked a lot. That was my, like, oh, my God, I'm having a breakdown. Mm. Then I'd have panic attacks, so I just could not breathe. Mm. But, mm. like, I kind of just, like, got on with my day, but always had a red face, like, always. Like, I was, like, isn't it, Mark knows that, always had a red face, like, when I had really bad anxiety. I just, like, rate my like blood pressure was, like... Well. Yeah, like, I just, you just knew that I, like, I just was going redder and redder and redder, and I was just going to have, like, a breakdown, mm. like... But Mark was the opposite, where Mark just had to put on a sleeping mask and go to sleep. Yeah, he just easy. slept through it, and so it was really annoying. It was like, where's Mark? Mark's fucking asleep. Great, yeah, okay. Like, that's the best fight. If you've got loads of anxiety, just go to sleep. Just go to sleep, and we're hopefully with the Xanax. I'll wake and up. And hope you, you don't, don't wake feel up. feel better, then just go to sleep again, and then just rinse and repeat that until you feel fine. I find it's just one of these things where like, life has become like, we just think so much about... Like, talking of sleep, just, I can't... Like, getting to sleep is one of those things where, like, without... I don't know, like, your th mind nowadays, with especially with our little pocket screens that we tend to stare at all the time, just how much we overthink, like, all day, every day. Like, mm -hmm. I was talking to this with a client, actually, uh, an online client of ours, who was going through a bit of a struggle with, like, comparison with others. And... Um, and she said she was going through a really tough stage of comparing herself to like, you know, she's in a relationship, but they're not married. And they, you know, comparing, you know, against marriage, kids and mm. people buying houses and all of this and just not feeling like she was at that level. And like, you know, and she was like, am I bigger than everyone in photos? Am I this? And becoming very, very hypercritical. And I think it's so, so hard to like not spend your life comparing yourself to others. Yeah. I think for like our generation's mm, probably like mm, 30 mm. era right now on, you know, 30s. Mm, mm. Um, and I think upcoming, obviously, 20s right now. Like it's, I, you know, I don't think there's this whole element, oh, it's harder for what it's not. Do you know what I mean? We've just got far too many distraction points. Like, you know, back in the day, like work used to be able to be like, 
maybe a little bit diluted because you might then come home from work and even if you didn't come home from work till late, like you could then at least sort of disassociate because mm. you didn't even have technology, do you know what I mean? And now yeah, I just crazy. feel like people go to their outlet online and I, fuck, we had a talk about this the other mm. day because mm. I was like, mm. I use on, which is weird, when, like obviously we use social media for work, for like soak up, and then obviously our, I, we obviously have personal pages that like kind of keep us like afloat in a weird way, like in the sense of just our, who we are, do you know what I mean? We're just alive. Um, nobody fucking cares, we're alive. Um, but I do find that like the more, like there's no need to go on social media. I shouldn't even be saying that because like, I just, just don't care if somebody like fully engages with our content or not. Like our job is just like so like, not that it's weird it's like we've gone through this massive cycle of like a as as like coaches like online and in person and this and that where like we felt this need to sort of like mm. always be in the front of people's faces always always mm. close set always this or that it doesn't mm. work like that in a cycle of like personal like quite expensive invest you know what i mean like mm. coaching mm. like you're not going to be and you shouldn't be because it'd be slightly well it would be slightly concerning if that was the case, like because unless there were, if there's two of you, it's fine. But like, I do think there's this whole cycle where you've got to be in front of a client to get a client, and you've got to do this and you've got to do that, which means you've got to post this, you've got to post that, post that, and it just becomes mm. like that whole thing of like quantity over quality, and it just it it's just like a downward spiral for yeah. me. And it's exactly the same as like it's how a weird I see game people. To play. Like it's exactly how I I, I would love myself and other people mm. to view social media the same like quality over um, quantity like don't use it so much but when you're going on there like at least like you know because you go on there it's you just fucking not, you can't not use it though that's the it's thing it's fucking right? nightmare i know you can't not use it there's so many especially in the western world there's so many you know people are on it all the time you know we we have to Literally. be on it for work but like do we like, this is we what don't i always say do we have yeah, to be again, like the, the expectation is that like you said you've got to be you know out there hustling this hustle mentality of like which we don't ever do doing, you know generating <laughs> oh, no, this is, i don't even want to go through it because it's the stuff we don't do anyway so but i guess yeah, it's hard to say because we don't really partake in any of those. Because I and you know. So I've, then the question is: Is why are we going on social media then, Georgia? If we're not because you I, I not think you know, as I said, like you've just answered the question. I said like things that we've gone in a large cycle. Like yes, I think you know for our, I'm I see social media now more important about keeping our clientele like motivated, happy, everything like rewarding mm. their like rewarding their success, like telling them you know you know and keeping them motivated. And I do like people who like just utilize our way because at the end of the day, like we, yeah, but in a way, weird way, have our own community online. We have our own community virtual. We've got our own community in person with clients, and that's what not, we should really be focusing on because you can't always like. Do you not think that that this the, the the content that we put out is you know actually of value? fucking boring for most people? It's not entertaining. We've no, had I this get conversation. That. It's not entertaining. It's so not entertaining. It's not funny. It's not. And that, it's, and it's got, and it's got to be quick. And we fucking hated doing no, quick content. No, I get it. Mark. It was again, like, hi, bye, fuck. What have no, we said? Like, cut. Another no, I frame. Get that. But for <laughs> what? For what our job is, we are coaches, and we put our coaching content 
you know, and it's not like our personal lives. Yeah, and, and do you know what like does that. the best? Just... Jokes. Do you know what I mean? The absolute thing you've put the bare minimum effort into yeah. gets the most traction. But for us, it's like, you know, we always used to have our social so the, medias the, to share clients. The question clients. is, why don't we do that, though? What? Jokes. What is jokes? What do you say? Because I'm not going to try hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I might have acting, some jokes like in me. Like doing but... like skits and stuff. Well, you know, all those people that spend like six hours doing a fucking skit don't get paid for it. Do you know what I mean? No, we need I know to be conver- that. like our no, thing is that. like keeping our clients happy. But because... then, how does that how, explain to me how somebody looks at that and goes, "I really want those people because we've provided them with laughter and entertainment," and then they're like, "Yeah, oh, but they might not take your job seriously." Do you know how many people have got in contact with us and said, "Oh, I've used so and so's apps." I'm not going to say it. Do you know what I mean? But. Uh, I now need to see what it's going to be like with a professional coach. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so they, sure. so there are differences. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do yeah. think that like humor gets you a very long way. Like, I know that. Do you yeah. know it does. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily automatically bring you like certified clients. And look, like the realms of our clients online might be slightly different because it's a broader demographic across the whole of the UK yeah. and international, and you know, in multiple different countries. So yeah. we go as far as wide as like Australia, New Zealand way. So. Yeah. But in person, like, they're, you know, our, I would say our clients obviously know that we're jokes, do you know what I mean, in, in mm. a weird way. We're not fucking boring. But mm. they just almost, like, it's a professional service at the end of the day. Like, and I've always taken my job like that. I can have humour yeah, with certain like, clients. Like, I can, I and I can like be myself, and be I can be though. sarcastic. But there's also my fucking job to do. And I just but feel, I feel like, like it distracts it. Be done it. Like that, yeah, but this, this is the thing. Like, if for us, for example, if we start merging the lines of like humor, life, you know, mm. this is what we said the other day. There's very few jobs where you're literally associated with it the whole fucking time. Whether you're in an event, oh, they're trainers, God, they won't be eating anything. To fucking at family, oh, can you help me with my fucking knee? It's broken. Do you know what I mean? Mm. To like us going out and when we used to smoke back in the fucking day like oh god they fucking smoke god never mm. oh you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's all these things very few jobs that literally directly associate you can never leave the frame of being like this fucking health guru do you know what i mean this yeah. professional coach so if we don't have these fine lines where if we started doing skits and jokes and memes, like, yeah, I'm sure people would be like, that's really entertaining, great. But then we're also mm. merging our like personal like it's like it's like it's too it's too much of my life having to mm. be responsible mm. when actually my job is then not being done. Sure. That's how I see it. No. And I feel like we can't ever get a fine line between like work, which we should have, like mm. working life mm. and our personal life if we start merging into like this jokes person because then sure. you are the joker. But I don't necessarily think, I think it cements an audience very mm. much. Like, mm. and I think some people are mm. fucking jokes like mm. to like to mm. follow. Mm. I mean, the other day I was showing No, that I, I'm obsessed with him. Like, Oh, please. He's called Italian Batch. I think it's like Italian Bachelor on... In, and he does this thing for... He does like a gross, like, 65-plus-year-old man with, like, a frame on his face. And he says, today... Like, he does it in a northern accent. We, I want a sugar baby. And he's like... And it's just so gross, but, like, absolutely so hilarious. True. It's so true, though. So true. Um, anyway... But that's jokes. But like, you know, you need to then be signed to management for people like that. Do you know what I mean? To then yeah. be able to be sold as like a talent. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it... Do you not think that we should sign to him uh, an agency? What the fuck? Mark, like so they can take 30% else. of what you earn. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, but then so. they, they pimp you out to... 
pimp you out so you can go and be yeah, on the well, front of employment's health and be airbrushed. Yeah, but look at all so. the people in the agencies or all the people that are, you know. Yeah, because they are actually somebody. What are you? Oh, babes me. like you need to like you either want to go and be like a nike pro trainer where they actually i know how much they get paid because my sister mm. even told me because her best friend is one mm. and she only just re- renegotiated a very large contract but they get paid fuck all really in the grand scheme of things to how much they bring to like so mm. what are you going to be talent scouted for that you I can't just i could be on a couple of covers for a magazine maybe what like, i hope uh, with a haircut yeah obviously with a, with a yeah but we know people on the front of gq how far did that get them I'm They're gonna, still doing a cool rollout, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the ab rollouts are still going, do you know what I mean? TRX, pipe. Advanced core workout. Fuck, it annoys me. Nobody can just do a core workout and expect to have a fucking core. Like, it fucks me off. People are sort of doing all these ab exercises. Yeah. You're forgetting everything to do with your body. Like, no, it's... but it makes me laugh because it's like, if you actually coached a real person, you'd realise that... <laughs> nobody can nobody do nobody that. Nobody can do that in any of those movements. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Do this and you'll be in shape and it's like... You struggle to get the average person to do... They struggle with a half normal plank with their knees on the ground, let alone dangling themselves on the Difference is they don't give a fuck about techniques. They're just like, go, go, go. I don't think anybody follows those, honestly. I don't know. Are you fucking joking me? That is literally... someone's going and swinging themselves on a TRX and doing those crazy... Victoria's Secret 101... Like, yeah, all the trainers. We know all the trainers that do that. Oh, my God. All you need to get is one of those fucking sticks and then, like, prance around the stick all session. Do you know what I mean? Like, doing weird bends and then, like, this is going to fucking activate your (laughs) left fucking toe. Like Underbutt. Oh, that was so bad. That stopped, though. The side glute. The side glutes, the underbutt. Um, What was the other one? What's the other one? Do you know what? I'll never forget one of my clients. She was an escort, so maybe this was the reason why. But she said to me, have you heard of this trend for, like, Mm. inner thighs? And I was like, what trend? She was like, the Toblerone trend. And I was like... Toblerone She's like, your inner thigh gap needs to look like a Toblerone piece, like a piece of Toblerone. And then I actually just genuinely did stand in front of the mirror with her. I was like, wait. Okay, cool. Like, it needs to look like a piece of toe So you need to stand with your legs together or at least have had a gap. This is obviously because she was like yeah, 101 lipo. Like literally, like where like it looked like a piece of toe and that's when you knew that you had a proper thigh gap. How fucked yeah, is that? Yeah, but again, the London lot were always... No, it's a TikTok looking, lock as well now. That's the looking problem. Looking very frail. Uh, frail. When, the, when the one woman came in and on her fa- in her face-to-face consultation, she said, I want to look worryingly skinny and I want people to be worried about me no and you know I've had a client say to me I want to turn to the side and I don't want anybody to see me and I'm like oh my god what we used to joke I used to joke about that with a client of mine she'd be like make me paper thin do you know what I mean but she was never paper thin she was never like she was like the complete she's like make me paper thin like literally but like because it was always but fuck me thin is the worst like like goal skinny and thin like I get it like but like honestly do you want to look like a pensioner with a mobility scooter like at the age of fucking because that's what you look like like if you're that skinny with no muscle mass that's what you look like you look like a grandma waiting to happen I'm sorry like please do something to hold yourself up the Frankfurter pictures on Instagram of the legs makes me laugh 
Yeah, like, and you know, as a girl growing up that was actually, talk about comparison, there was me in fucking, you know, whale motion, fucking obese, do you know what I mean? Like morbidly obese, trying to do a comparison. I was like, wow, that's only, that's, their two legs doesn't even make up one of mine, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's, I don't know, just Now, having, having like, I wonder up. if it would still look the same. Probably not, I've got quads, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got muscles. Muscle mummy. Muscle mummy. Yum, yum. Oh, God, sucky, sucky, yum, sucky, yum. Sucky, <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. Anyway, today we actually were going to talk about, and we can talk about, mm. we're going to be going over, today is the 1st of December. Pretty um Hope you got your time. advent calendars, everybody. The dogs and the no. cats have got one. We haven't got one. I'm annoyed because I wanted no. a tea bag one this year. No, not an actual tea bag. <laughs> I can definitely give you 30 no. different varieties of tea bagging over the uh, Oh, yeah, one season. day of tea bagging, two day of tea bagging. Okay, yeah. So one tea bag, two yeah. tea bags, three yeah, tea bags. Yeah, just do different acrobatic moves. Like, no, there's obviously the tea pigs. Well, let's talk about to like not fucking sitting on my face my and shit. Mouth, yeah, like, oh my God, sucky, sucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the cough was gone. It's come back. Um, we are not having having cans, but I did want a herbal tea one. Mm. Apparently, it's really like, and I all or the Liberty London one, which is like excessively expensive. It's like six hundred pounds for like an advent calendar, but you get really good gifts in it. Really, what do you get? Like, like cosmetics and like just. Kind of I stuff. don't think it's you know they always say worth like a thousand pounds. I'm like really, it's like the fucking small mini bottle of something, mm. but look, capitalism one oh one. Um, anyway, it's beautiful. It's a really beautiful advent calendar, but I haven't mm. even got a chocolate one this year, and I just don't know what's going on. We didn't have one last year. I've never had an advent calendar my entire life. Life, ever. Well, we never. They never sold advent calendars in Zimbabwe. I'm sure Gara wouldn't have gifted you one anyway. No. Yeah, exactly. No. no. Well, why would you have chocolate waiting in the sign in maybe, summer in Zimbabwe? Maybe, yeah, I know. Again, but having a hot Christmas is is just weird. Oh, it's just not Christmas. This is like very strange. Yeah, well, actually, I don't know. Like, maybe that's wrong. Maybe if I was... Well, no, in Cape Town, we had nice Christmas. Ooh, can, the, but there was no trees. There was no Christmas trees. Yeah, they were all, like, very, fucking um, plastic. And... It's not very um, Christmassy, though. I was thinking we should have maybe got a plastic Christmas tree, but... Maybe when, maybe if we go to Australia for Christmas, I feel like they would put a good effort in. More than the South Africans. And South Africans, yeah. There's minimal effort so put in at no Christmas. I don't think it's really... Christmas tree lights on. Probably get nicked because they can't even put them on. Do you know what oh, I mean? My mum said they got ten hours of load shedding or something every day. Oh, anyway, depression. Anyway, so today we are going to talk about like navigating the festive season, which is obviously great timing because you all are probably listening to this going into a slightly busier social. Probably like a lot of our clients say, like I'm fretting. What do I do? Like, how am I going to manage this? Things like that come to uh, people say to us like. What am I going to do to like keep up my progress? I don't want to go backwards, but like now I'm like overthinking it and whatever. So I think there's so many ways and things we can talk about on this in the sense of topics of how you navigate a festive season. But I think we should talk on um, the priorities first as to we're going to speak about maybe like 
person A, person B, person C, because then that gives you kind of good understanding as to like, okay, which person do I kind of slot into as to what how I should navigate this season? So I think if we take like person A as somebody that has made quite a lot of progress this year, has actioned, you know, goals, has kept really accountable and has made like amazing progress and is wanting to close the new year in a really good position, but has got a number of work events coming up, um, does understand that they've also got like more indulgent food being around them and also knows that their environment might be a bit of a problem, especially around family, work colleagues, etc. So what do you do about navigating the next month or so before dreaded January starts, do you know what I mean, to make sure that you're starting December and ending December in a pretty much similar position? Are you asking me? A, is, that a, <laughs> is that a question? Um, so that so obviously we've just gone to person A and then we'll do person B. Yeah. I think the answer would be self starting with self-reflection, understanding and acknowledging the amount of effort and sacrifice that has gone into the process to lead you to the point where you've made so much progress, you've enjoyed the process, so on and so forth, to give you a little bit of wiggle room due to the, the seasonal changes with regards to food availability, social environment, so on and so forth. So, you know, there is going to be a certain element where understanding and coming to terms with the fact that you may plateau depending on your schedule um, and it requires a, an adjust an adjusting of expectations to stop you from self-sabotaging yourself. Ultimately. Okay, but I'm going to stop you there because I think, yeah, self-reflection is always important, but somebody's become, like, quite a long way, like, you know, to progress. And, like, you know, I think there's a few things you have to understand here. Like, the way that we would teach a client mm. is that our whole aim is to make sure that somebody feels empowered by choices that they make on a day-to-day -day basis and they actually understand and have a clear direction as to how that's mm. going to actually help them. Mm. So depending on the position that person A is in. So if you've mm. done a couple last couple of months mm. of being adherent to things and you want to keep that progress up, it's kind of a little bit different to somebody that's maybe be going at it the whole year. Because sure. the reason I say this is that I think there's this common uh, issue with coaching or learning or whatever, mm. who I, which I come back around time and time again to, which is I feel like people have got all the tools now, but they just don't know mm. how to action them properly. Correct. And so... Um, when somebody, for example, uh, is going on a quite a large change, we obviously manage people's nutrition, training, lifestyle management, etc. But I always take nutrition as a very prone example, and this is mm. where it's going to catch you out around. Like it's normally mm. it's you know you're going to either lacking in the gym and the movement, or mm. it's your nutrition. But mm. most of the issues come from nutrition. Okay, mm. if you have just done a couple of months mm. where you've been tracking, you mm. know what I mean, and you've been in and out, like budgeting, like scanning food, tracking food, eating out, budgeting, do you know what I mean? I'm sorry to say this, you still don't have a very good understanding of nutrition. Mm -hmm. And 
different to a position to somebody that might have been tracking all year, understanding they've had multiple social events they've gone through, they understand how to manage it, they understand mm -hmm. how to manage their movement either side. Mm -hmm. They're in a position where they're likely autonomous, autonomous, God, it's like millennial, autonomous, autonomous, that is the word, autonomous. It's, you know, autonomously do their habits because they're very used to it. Correct. If you're touch and go, even if you've made touch and go, even if you've made amazing progress in say the last mm. eight weeks, mm. you know, I'm, your education, your mindset's still not yeah. up at your face, no. physical capabilities as to what mm. you've achieved. Mm. And so when it comes to navigating this situation, you're gonna have to understand, you're gonna have to pick and choose mm. where you decide to self-reflect and action your behaviors mm. in mm -hmm. which way or other. Yeah. Because as I said, when you track nutrition, just because you track it a calorie a number, doesn't mean that you're actually physically learning about nutrition. Now, what makes people learn nutrition, in my eyes, is not meal prepping for a week ahead, fuck no. I'm talking meal prep, prepping a meal, okay? Because you are then learning the quantities, you are mm. understanding what it weighs. That gives you very, very good eyesight to mm -hmm. then visually guesstimate if you are out socializing. Mm -hmm. And you've been inputting those numbers, understanding what you eat mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. That knowledge is so vital when it comes to being more flexible and social. If you lack that with your tracking, and for example, you're tracking quite conveniently. Okay, here's an example. Sandwich from the supermarket, tracked. Packet crisp, tracked. Oats on the go, tracked. Do you know what I mean? Protein bar, tracked. Uh, protein shake, you'll tracked. Do you know what I mean? That's the laziest way of tracking. Mm -hmm. Now, you might be getting to your goal because the calories are being adhered to, the proteins. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. dismissing that, but mm -hmm. it's not teaching you anything no. about what you're eating. And it's not helping you mm -hmm. that when you get into situations, come the festive season, mm -hmm. you're out for a meal, you've works mm -hmm. put it together. The actual, the actual, actual quantities, yeah, you've yeah. got no clue, no clue how much that is. But if you just spend some time diligently mm -hmm. weighing foods, it's not be it's not obsessive, it's actually making you empowered. So you don't go in. Do you know how many clients we, we manage who just have complete cluster fucks mm. in their head about mm. overthinking everything because they haven't been given the clarity mm. before as to how to manage this. And so I say this to clients and they start learning, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That when they go into a restaurant, I say when they know exactly, okay, mm. that's plus or minus, you know, 200 grams that's you know what I mean and I've got and then so they, so they can track it mm -hmm. the people I see that lack that come to a social season they're like right okay I've got a calorie target I know I've got to reach my protein right I think I'll budget like mm, thousand calories okay okay I, I, but I won't track what I've eaten I won't even try to understand what I've eaten but I've got a thousand calories so it's okay still again never learning so You've got to, you know, when I say to person A, do you know what I mean? If you've made progress, you mm. then obviously, Mark said, coming back to self-reflect, that's when you've got to go, okay, where am I in my journey yeah, here? I think the, the second leading on, once you've self-reflected, you'll realise that you've, you've made sacrifices and you're going to have, like Georgia said, there's a give and a take for you to keep the ball rolling without you literally going off rails. Yeah, okay, so I really want to move on to going off of that, going off the rails, yeah. okay. People have got different understandings as to what the Christmas period is, mm, okay? Exactly. So for me, and this is just me, the Christmas period starts about the 24th and ends on the 26th, okay? That's because I've never really had like a 
you know, my parents and stuff, we've always celebrated Christmas, mm. but as we've got older, as all of everyone's lives in different countries and all of the blah, 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 it's just not really, it's like just it, like grandparents too old, you know, bed, it's not really the same festive occasion. So my three days, I'm thinking, okay, probably go to the gym on one of those. And I know that I'm at my parents for a couple of other of those. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna make sure I get my steps in and I'm gonna make sure that I'm not just at every fucking chance yeah. stuffing something in my yeah, face. Just... That being said, do not get me wrong, I have, my God, afforded myself the availability of doing that if I wanted to, because yeah. I have. Like, yeah. And I'm in a position where I can do that. But why do I have to do that? Or why do I feel like I need to just because it's the 24th, 25th, 26th December yeah. that I need to be stuffing Quality Street yeah. in my face at 7am, followed by a large breakfast, followed by drinks and champagne. Yeah. You know, it's fine for one day. Now, I take it back to the Christmas period of what everyone else might view it as the whole fucking month. Okay? Yeah. So... Work parties are starting. November's yeah. ticked over. Work parties the, the, are starting. The, the narrative is already... Already people have shifted into the narrative of, like, just fuck it. Yes. I'm not, say, not saying everybody, but there have been moments uh, and we have had conversations with clients where they're like, I know I'm going to go off the rails, you know, this month because I've got X, Y, and Z, and it's, like, predetermined that that is going to be the case and there's going to be no consideration. Yeah, but then you talk somebody through it and they're like, actually, that's a lot of logic. Like, you know, this is how you've got to see it. And I actually want to say, how would you deal with situations like this? And I've said this before. What is fucking important Mm. and what is not? I want to talk about work here. Now, I appreciate that myself and Mark run our own business, okay? We're not in the Christmas party. We are the fucking Christmas party. Do you know what I mean? We are the party 24-7. This is our Christmas party. This is our fucking Christmas party. Anyway, I do, and Mark does, work with a lot of people in corporate of all different levels, okay? No matter what level, unless you are, even then, the CEO, which we also work with, do you know what I mean? Your job could literally, and I said this to a client brutally this week, I said, I'm really sorry to say this, but if you are so concerned about your work dues and the dinners and the this, and you've got six, seven, eight, sorry to say this to you, but they could fire you tomorrow and what, you've put your whole health goals and yourself online for the fact of a couple of drinks and a fucking dinner that's paid for. I was like, this is when you need to assess what the fuck is important to you? Do you know what I mean? Do you need to be going out, you know, when Sandra's organised? Yeah. Okay, you've got the Christmas party. The Christmas party's been in the diary since fucking whenever. Yeah. You know, June this year. Yeah. You know it's then. You want to enjoy yourself. Cool. You're going to budget up to it. You're also going to understand and expect that maybe that week, if you intake a silly amount of alcohol and you don't keep yourself unbound and you go and eat a load of shit food afterwards, that you might expect the scale to perhaps fluctuate in the process. But you then maybe have the option where you've now got a work lunch, do you know what I mean? Somebody wants, a a client of yours wants to take you out for a Christmas lunch, do you know what I mean? Okay, booked in the diary. It's a three course set menu, do you know what I mean? What do you do? Do you have to eat all the courses? No, you've got a choice, do you know what I mean? You don't have to have the set menu. You could say, do you know what? Thanks, Sandra, for organising this. I'm actually going to have a main. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you've gone in, you've had your half roast chicken or a turkey or whatever the fuck you're eating. You've had a glass of wine and then you're done. You know, you leave home, you have yeah. your, your tracked meal. But it's this whole thing of 
why at every possibility where you are out of your strict routine, and yeah. I say that, your regime, day the sense, regime. it's what happens on weekends as well, yeah. your routine, where does like all of your self-respect go? I would just love that's to know. A good, that's a very good thing because it is self It comes down to self-respect. Like, I had choices. Like, do you drink three bottles of Whispering Angel even though you are physically ill whenever you drink wine? Or or do you just not do that? Yes, no. I'm going to do that. Okay, we well, are going to take the consequences of being a fucking pisshead then, do you know what yeah. I mean? And that's what I used to be. The same as I used to be with food, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, food, more food, food. But it was like I almost was like, every time I had an opportunity to eat, I would fucking eat. Why? Yeah. Like, we have three set meals a day, do you know what I mean? Just because you're going out for dinner doesn't mean the whole day is written off. It also doesn't yeah. mean that you can't go and get your steps in or you can't go and do a gym session or you can't avidly just prioritise the fact that yeah. if you're going to go high calorie that you then budget accordingly. Mm. But for person, I want to go back, to, I'm going to go to person B because yeah. we'll get through person A. Person A needs to, as I said, one, self-aware of mm. the fact that you have put in a lot of effort mm. to get where you are now. Mm -hmm. And also what position are you in? Do you feel mm. like you have really good control mm -hmm. over your choices? Or do you feel like it could literally let slip if you mm. make it? Because that's gonna dictate how you go about the Christmas season. Mm. Some of you are gonna have to be like, okay, I'm gonna have to get my steps in. Mm. I'm gonna have to be aware that Christmas day might be a heavy one. Mm. Family's over on Boxing Day. I'm gonna keep it a little bit rained on Christmas day. Or mm. those three days, do you know what I mean? You're gonna have to at least exercise to some degree, mm -hmm. get your movement in and just mm -hmm. a portion, portion control. side control, you mm. know, not pile up the plates. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, there's also a narrative that we, like before you, we go into person two that I want to discuss is the narrative that you see around this festive season of people in the uh, personal training industry or the fitness industry saying, you know, it's that time of the year, fuck it. You know, whoever's telling you to be on a regime or so on and so forth, yes. blah, blah, blah. This like very anti-narrative. Oh God, I went coming about from, that the other day, didn't Coming I? from individuals who have never lived that uh, personal lived experience. Yes, Or yes, potentially yes. coach individuals on a regular basis. Fuck, there's fire because inside. Because the, the reality, the reality is, is that the, there are, there are uh, some individuals that don't have control over what they put in their mouth and the reality is the vast majority of them have been um, inactive throughout this entire process being inconsistent and if they have the narrative that they should just fuck it and listen to what these people have to say are ultimately going to end up in a position far 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 worse mm. off then I they would just taking some like like accountability for the fact that they have in action if you've if you haven't actioned something up until now it does not give you the right or the excuse to be like well fuck i'll just try next year doesn't work like that no but i mean? think but the, the the voice of those that are in authoritative positions in the sense of as i said like health professionals telling you like like 
I am really against that. It tends to happen just with solely PTs, I'll be honest with you, because they've yeah. got lacking, they lack the coaching, well, because they're not, they're not fucking anything other than the yeah, PT, yeah, which is fine, yeah, the, but then you the need to make sure. And then the, the average PT who doesn't his, help no, their no, client speak, with Because I'm going to stereotype so here, yeah, but having it. been a girl who has been brought up in this industry to in being a woman, do you know what I mean? I started in this industry in a very, very different place to however many people started in this industry. A lot of people are interested in this industry because they like training themselves, they like looking good, and they like what they look and see in the mirror when they go to the gym. And that is fucking brutally honest because mm -hmm. I have not met many trainers apart from those that are what me and Mark try and do, which is our whole business, the professional side of it, where it's like, okay, like the jokes end now, we've got to do our fucking job because somebody's hired us to do that. You know, our job is also thinking, oh my God, like it's not just the hour in the fucking gym that somebody's at, it's their whole life. So when mm -hmm. we see people who are in shape because they themselves have never you might train really fucking hard, I don't care, but you've never necessarily been in the situation where you have been holding excessive amounts of body weight, incredibly unhappy and uncomfortable. Mm. You might be uncomfortable the way you look now, I'm not trying to say that, but you are, the words that come out of your mouth, people latch onto mm. literally, mm -hmm. okay? Because I know this because literal words have been latched onto from what I've said online, from what Mark said online, or clients have said, it's all been latched into one. And people take that mm. and they're influenced by it. And do you know how many people are like, it's like, I get it, it's a family event. Christmas happens every year. Good, do you know what I mean? It's gonna happen for forever and yeah, ever. Yeah, it's gonna happen next Amen, year. Amen, do you know what I mean? After that and the Some families that. haven't seen each other for ages. Wonderful, great, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, but what do you wanna be showing? A nice, self-respected individual or just come somebody's, but, the reality is these people are going into environments which are tricky as it is already. Mm. Family environments for any kind of health or fitness, whatever journey, mm. it's just unbearable. Mm. Because you know, can, you can only imagine what it's like for the professionals that get targeted by the, the family members. But it's just one of those things where your environment is out to get you. Christmas is always like yeah. that. So giving somebody the freedom of actually do you know what fuck it i am i mm. love myself because somebody's told me to love myself mm. online because mm. even though i'm actually really mm. not happy and it's mm. grating on me and it's making my mm. mental health deteriorate you know what i mean like it you know it's fine i'm just gonna go and eat it. it's fine you know it's fine i love yeah. my body yeah. i'm not saying you should not love your body love your mind but your mind is what's dictating your behavior yeah. so if you don't love your mind no, which is most also, of the problem most also, people Comforting yourself in just eating your, your, in a hedonistic and gluttonous way is very short-term and short-sighted. Because, yes, it's obviously very palatable food. It's chocolates, it's mince pies, it's all the good stuff that's going to give you Alcohol. that very short, you know, that very short-term dopamine, serotonin fix. But, the, uh, you know, like, like George said, combat that with alcohol. It's just very short-sighted. But the reality is, is like, you need to remember the constant narrative that you hear in your head on a daily basis that's disappointed in yourself, that's feeling unaccomplished. And I don't like that word at all. Like, I, I'm sorry, but we're not like, like no, I no, don't I'm not, speak I'm not to saying, people like I'm not that. I'm not saying like, disappointed in, that's the terminology we would use and label people. I'm just using the terminology that we see clearly written within 
our Czechans on, a, on a, coming from the general population. Yes, but I would also say that like I have this like real issue sometimes with being a coach, and I, I just I think because again, gets, never would you, we use the uh, client the way clients speak to themselves. It's <laughs> it's it's way worse than anything that we would ever say to them in a professional, unprofessional manner. But yes, because what a client says about themselves is work in progress to not thinking that way. But if somebody's just started and, you know, like the reality is, is that you're, you know, I don't think it ever changes how you necessarily view yourself. There's are people, there I'll be honest with you, I think you're always going to be your worst, your worst mm. critic. I don't think it's ever really going to be completely positive. I think it depends on your environment. Some people can be totally happy, not even think twice about what they look like. And, you know, others, you know, take our environment. We're fitness professionals of some degree, do you know what I mean? Whether you're fucking good at it or not, do you know what I mean? We've got to be of some relative... I don't know, look and fucking yeah, feel, do you know what I mean? We have to look like. a certain way. And as I said, the last podcast, like, you know, I've not always looked certain ways, do you know what I mean? Have I always felt comfortable? No, do you know what I mean? Is that healthy? No. But again, you're working in an industry where you've just got to cater to it. But I do think that the way people talk to themselves only changes over time. And also, like I say, you can't always attack the physical. Mm-hmm. like attack the physical and just like a, abuse the physical do you know what I mean oh my body my fucking body I hate mm. my fucking body my body my fucking what's mm. telling your body that your fucking mind do you know what I mean exactly. and people just seem to ignore that's the biggest power behind you is your brain like and literally what it tells you yeah. so uh, you know I do think that around this time where it comes to like being you know Christmas orientated you've just got to understand that, you know, there needs to be some sort of dignity, Mm. you know, and if we go to person B, like person B will be somebody that maybe has been very intermittent with their journey throughout the year and is really wanting to potentially enjoy every single element of event. And so let's take person B, somebody's very social, but being very intermittent with their journey, yeah. adherent to some parts, but, and learnt some things, but just not. 60%. 60%, yeah. 60%. Um, in this position, I would say, like I say to a lot of clients when it comes to socializing, is like, pick and choose the most important, you know? Yeah. Not to say you don't go to all of them, but it's like, which ones do you want to, and is there a need, right, real need for you to like, just not have to be adherent to like, any kind of, I don't know, nutritional value or, or Just like, adherent to yourself, you know? Con- like, yeah. like, accountable to yourself, you know? Yeah, like if you do, like, so I would say that if, if it's, I don't know, three work events every week for the next fucking three weeks and you've got, I don't do know. people have schedules like that? Yeah. Do they really? Loads of people. Because they always do like, oh, let's go out for lunch. If you've got, if you're managing clients, mm. like all the clients will take you out for lunch or like the partners will take you out really? for lunch. And then you've got this and then that and then that. I like, can't, I've never not done Well, you've dealt with all of the people that are probably going to. <laughs> but yeah, it happens all the time. So. No, I know they've got like, but, like a do busy you need to when you're, that's... you know, one of your clients who's like a non-existent client who you might be managing the books for because you mm. fucking deal the sales of, I, I don't mm. know. Mm. Like, mm. do you need to go and like drink like two bottles of wine at lunch and have like a three course meal and like a cheese board? Like, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, also that's. That sounds that, amazing. Man. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Minus the alcohol. Minus the alcohol. I'll add a hot chocolate. I can smash a cheese board right now. Um, 
That's the one that didn't even like cheese. Yeah, I know, ridiculous. So then I would say, right, okay, well, in these situations, pick, you know, a main meal. Always just focus on a main meal and, and don't really think of the overboards at, at sit-down meals unless it is a family event where somebody mm. has prepped it. Mm. The reality is, is that nobody's prepped anything in a kitchen until you ask for it. Well, they might have it in storage. But so... It's not like a, you're not going to be hard done by if you don't have the apple tart, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know how I many people, and I used to do this when I was really overweight or I had no understanding, I used to just have it because it was just like given to, or I could have yeah. it. So it'd be like, oh, I don't even like apple tart because I am a chocolate person through and through. Yeah. Like, it, you'd really have to get me, like on a sticky toffee pudding maybe, but I would want chocolate on a menu. Not all chocolate things, just specific yeah. chocolate. So... But I used to be like, oh, I'll have it anyway, even if I didn't really want it. Like, yeah. so many people are like that because it's offered to you. Yeah. Oh, it's part of the deal, yeah. like the bottomless brunch. Just yeah. drink up all, yeah. all you can. Yeah, you don't even want it, but you just take you it. You just take you it anyway. It. The same as I'm sure you're going to be getting gifts of, like, chocolates and, like, bottles of wine and, yeah. you know. The you environment know. and just people bringing stuff into the office as well. And, and just the environment in general is always going to be... I like, just want to say that no matter how supportive your work environment is, and I yeah. honestly say this, like, I see it, like, unfold all the time. Like, they, very few, and I'll say, I honestly mean this, this high my heart, because we're just dealing with something yeah, very private and confidential for work, okay? No, we're dealing with something very private and confidential for work, which is corporate side, okay? But... Let me just tell you, <laughs> like, this isn't because it's us, okay? This is not, I'm not, this is not saying this because uh, yeah. it's happened to us, but let me just tell you. <laughs> you should be worried. Because you we talk be to worried. those that manage those in yeah. order to get in, yeah. all, we, all I can say yeah. is nobody gives a fuck about yeah, you, you in the corporate world. Worried. Like, literally, oh my God. You like, be very worried. nobody cares about you. I'm really sorry to say that. Yeah. You might be in a lovely yeah, small yeah, team, small business yeah. where people care and you've got yeah. all your best interests. You can interest. get a standing ovation every time you walk into the office, but if they make you redundant in two weeks' time, not a single person will even remember that you were there. Yeah, and it's so fucked, but yet we hold all of our lives. Yeah. And we do the same. Yeah. Fuck me, Christ. Yeah. Our life is work at the moment. Like, it's like, it's, it literally I've feels like I've never known it. my life to be anything but work. Because it's honest. so, conf when you, especially when you run your own and you've got so much to think about yeah, the whole literally. time. Like, you can't just ever just like do your job you've also got to think about three yeah, million other also things micromanaging like 60 people's lives as well making sure that they're constantly on track and you can never skip a beat because the second that you skip a beat they fucking they, they, <laughs> there's an excuse for them to skip a beat yeah and mm. the, the process is Really but like this is what I'm trying to say like you know it's it's one of these things where if work are coming in with all these things just know it. it's because it is to sabotage you it's not because they're doing it consciously do you yeah. know what I mean they're not going oh you know so and so is going to eat the donut let's get the yeah. donuts do you yeah. know what I mean it's just the fact that like they don't care that's your full oh, image let's do some corporate wellness with some pizza yeah. <laughs> like, well done and you can go and build blocks in a fucking room and play colours, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, honestly. Like you're, like you're, like you're yeah, like a five-year-old. But, like, genuinely. And then you honestly think people, like, 95% like of people don't yeah. like corporate wellness. I wonder fucking why, do you know what I mean? Because it's so deadly fucking dull, is, half of it. it, is, it is. But let, let's just say this. If somebody's got a thing of donuts, keep on bringing in a cake or this or that, whatever... Like, that is your subconscious memo. They don't give a fuck, do you know yeah. what I mean? Because no office, I'm going to be honest, yeah. 
this is boring. This is coming from somebody that loves chocolate, crisps, all the rest of it. But they shouldn't be supplying it because the minute it's there, like it's we said not. earlier, yes. for a lot of people, they can't not eat it. They, it's like for for it's a lot no, of people it's no who have got. It's just because it's no, but so I know if I've got certain like, things in the house, I will fucking eat it and all of, of it course. with no with no issues. So. For some people, especially if you've got a start of your journey, you don't understand yourself, like, and what you need to consume, and you don't understand your maybe your relationships really skewed and with food, whatever. You probably should not be around that kind or of. Or a stress food. eater. Yeah, mean? because like you just you're raise a stress eater, and they, and they and then people in the most stressful environment, statistically for most people's at work. At work, and then they go and, and pile them up with a cake you, fucking yeah, sale. Do you know what I mean? Put the most palatable food that is going to make you feel better, just for that split second, and and give you some escape escapism from your environment. You know, a couple of biscuits yeah, later. Do you know what I mean? mean? And when 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 actually, do you know what I mean? Like you've probably just gone on into the coffee room. Do you know what I mean? Just for like literally fifteen minutes of breathe. You should probably just go outside get some fresh air do you know what yeah. I mean like sorry that sounds so fucking boring like I sound like I'm like some sort of like motivator of some degree but, but the reality is, is there is you know it there's is responsibility true. on yourself okay so when you're an adult you're responsible for yourself very unfortunately do you know what I mean yeah. sometimes I'm like why am I responsible for myself yeah. but there's also when you spend however many percentage of your life at work do you know what I mean there's mm. also responsibility from your employer and there is just no responsibility by a lot yeah, of employers. Why is that? Because you're expendable. Why would you be responsible? Well, we're all going to be expendable soon if why people's health you, keeps on going yeah, down but the why fucking would you put, invest lots and lots of money into an individual that, you know, you can replace in, in literally one working day? And we all work so hard and have so much fucking criti like critiquing of ourselves because of our work environment. And some people's jobs are absolutely amazing. And our job's are absolutely amazing. Yeah, There's absolute right. downfalls to every job, don't get me wrong. Like mm -hmm. literally, but you know, it is one of these things where like you are responsible for like, you know, if you should also avoid, be able to voice your opinion in situations in, in workplaces. If you literally are surrounded by like unhealthy options of food or things that just you know you can't be around that like you should be able to say like this is not good straight yeah, I mean again obviously absolutely not but this is not productive like replace no, it with something I'm not saying like a carrot fuck like you know but it's so cliche though that the that the only alternatives are just unpractical because i know you just got to in-house you know, cater and then have it all like nutritionally fucking strategized having, you know <laughs> corporate wellness has you know globally 10x in in market value over the past 15 years yet the metabolic health of the people receiving the corporate wellness statistically not every single person there are obviously people that have benefit benefited has gone worse so it's blatantly obvious the current structure for corporate wellness is not working because some random person coming in to your office for 45 minutes giving a PowerPoint presentation on sulforaphane and broccoli is definitely not going to just have the impact. Oh, do you know what I've also liked is like the fact that absolutely needs to be spoken about, but like menopause and like women's like hormonal health in the workplace or whatever has been a massive talk. But yet, like, I just don't think they're getting the right people in front of people to be very motivated, to be quite honest with you. Like, I don't think getting, like, you've got to make, what you, how you make somebody twitch, do you know what I mean? Is not the way, same way that they twitch to be paid. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's to be honest with you. Motivating factors are very different. Like, you know, the motivating factor of an individual to sit there and actually pay attention is very different to how they're paid to do that. So a lot of people are paid to sit there and to pay attention on things, to do their jobs. But if you want them to, it shouldn't actually, in my opinion, be corporate wellness where we're thinking about every Karen in the fucking building that we hate, do you know what I mean? Being in harmony. Do you know what I mean? mm. It's it's more the fact that actually your employee health needs to be catered for. Yeah. It like I think that's the problem with corporate health is it's this vast general blanket, do you yeah, know what I mean? Vague, that's so vague things. where it caters to these all different personality types. I'm sure you've all done one of those fucking tests when yeah. you've got a job, you know. Yeah telling you you're going to set, you know, you can work well with these people, but not these, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's the same as like, you know, anybody coming through the door, you know, putting up a PowerPoint presentation about like, Mark, you know, about something irrelevant, not even getting people moving. They've just stared at their fucking screen. Yeah. They've just been in a boardroom or they've just been in a meeting. They've just been on the phone. They don't want to be doing that if mm. you want them to actually pay attention. Yeah, you want to You've got to make engaging. it fucking better. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Engage and get people moving, not Zumba for fuck's sake. Like I'm it talking. It needs to be tailored to the. It just has like to everything. be. Like corporate wellness, you know, their budgets are so large, it could be. It, it generally to be could data be. Driven. But instead, these people go in and take large consulting fees where, like, it's just literally, okay, I'm going to tell you that... We're going to do a basket weaving course. We're going to tell you how to manage your stress in the workplace whilst you're already stressed. So if you wouldn't mind just, like, wasting your 45-minute lunch break to be here. Yeah, Yeah, literally. Your 14-hour work. Yeah. And it's like, and then you can go back to your desk and we'll allow you back. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you shouldn't be allowed, people well done. should want you've to be there. You've 2,000 steps today. Because we've made you sit in front of a pub. And you've got sciatica, so when you stand up, you can't even straighten your legs. <laughs> Don't worry, though. Back tomorrow to we'll harmonise. Yeah, we might, but also we might make you redundant. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Might though. We'll Don't think know. About but this is the whole thing with life at the moment. There's a lot of mites, like because it's been like that since the pandemic. Yeah, might do that. Might fucking not. Oh, might fucking invade Ukraine. Might not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, might fucking fucks going on right Nobody now. Just knows. might, might, might. But and the one thing you can look after is what you put in your mouth and how you express your body and move and stuff. Statistically, and you you'd hope that actually what we were putting in our mouths would be slightly less, seeing as the cost of living is going up. But actually, it's like literally comparable. Although they say that people spending at Black Friday was a, a lot down on yeah, percentage. I think, oh, only in the UK. Because nobody was giving that fucking great deals. And it's just excessive amounts of stuff that we just don't need. I feel like lots of people bought gym equipment, uh, not gym equipment, gym clothes. Yes, because they have very good sales. But like Lululemon, it's like, hey, we've got a Black Friday sale. It's all from what we made too much of. And it's all the worst colours. And I'm not going to give you a discount. So Yeah, you give you a discount from £180 to £160. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, Thank you. Not if you've got my discount though. Oh, oh excuse. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You, the code. you, you can't have it. Code <laughs> sorry. Joe Rogan. Me. Did you just say? Joe Rogan. Did you just say Joe Rogan? My no. I'm oh. oh, sorry. I thought you. I thought you were referring to me as Joe Rogan. <laughs> you could be. Absolutely not. Um, no, I probably got the potential of it. Is you there a be. female Joe Rogan? There must be. There has to be. There has to be. I'd love to know who that is. Because um, Joe Rogan's so is he is he niched or is he generic? No, he's he's the the general. If you're looking at, depends on who's describing him. But the 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 mainstream description, he is like a bro, a jock, 
Do you know what I mean? No, Quite but like ma- masculine people label him as right wing, even though he doesn't necessarily. No, but like I'm saying, he's got so many different types of people on his podcast that yeah. you couldn't necessarily generalize him. I think the ma- overriding niche man. is masculine. But not Has he ever had a woman on there? He's got, you know, he has thousands of women and has had thousands of female guests and has very, a lot of female. Uh, followers and yeah no I, I, mean, I don't I don't have I don't think you should take nutrition advice from Joe Rogan oh, but like no, no, you know no. I just think he like, you can't ever bat somebody that successful and can talk that well and just like bring in something yeah, and he's got that much follow. it's crazy like, like I, I, I honestly think that like anybody that sits there and like hates on people three, like that three back to back three hour podcasts on like three different topics and is like but Mark day, like think about it if, if, if our podcast wasn't really related to work like I would fucking love to sit down with people and interview them that had nothing yeah. to do with our job yeah. like to be quite but honest you also with you. he does loads of mushrooms he does acid he gets really yeah that's high. what makes your life tingle yeah so i guess that kind of also makes the podcast quite fun if like an lsd like spray like doing <laughs> acid right now and doing the podcast it would be quite entertaining i'd imagine well we get cu- fucking cancelled nobody would coach with us that's the fucking or, reality or there the we go way, or maybe our clients would be like you know what we like doing acid too I, I hated doing acid when I've I did it. I've never done acid. So it was horrible. Yeah. I did it in Australia as well. It was horrible. I thought everyone was an owl and it was just spinning round and round and round. I don't know if I need to like maybe have another go, but I'm not sure it works with my... Uh... Owls are very like... Um, like they're, they're, they're quite significant creatures, owls. Like that everyone's heads were turning. In in sense of... Um, what's the term when you... Ha- not like... You know what term I'm looking for. Not like a dream, but like in like ancient civilizations a lot of like serious things are depicted by owls if i'm not mistaken i don't you know, know an owl is a wise top. owl for a reason isn't it didn't Apex owls used to be like aren't they nocturnal they are nocturnal yeah they're nocturnal nocturnal nocturnal, <laughs> nocturnal. <laughs> yeah no i mean <coughs> why where are we start talking about owls from oh, mm. acid christ um mm. Mm. no nobody's doing any acid this no. christmas do you know no. what i mean I'm sure could, plenty though. of people are. <laughs> we could. One of the best movies, if you are somebody that has a sense of humour, if you're yeah. not, please, you, you shouldn't be listening to this anyway if you don't have a sense of humour. But no, um, you need to watch, uh, it was, it is called Twas, isn't it? It was The Night Before Christmas, like T-W-A-S. Yeah. With Seth Rogen in it and his yes, mates. Yes, where where he, his they wife get, gives him all the party drugs, the, the baggie. The bag, like he gives him a gift, like, because he's yeah. getting a reunion with his mates and they do it every Christmas. Yeah. Oh my God, it's one of the funniest fucking yeah, like, movies I think like, I've ever watched. Like we watch that pretty much every year. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you've got to have a sense of humour. Like don't find it. You If you don't, you don't find narcotics funny, then don't do that. <laughs> Narcotics are not funny, I'm joking. They are funny. Uh, Not too funny if you're Do you know what I was thinking the other day? I don't think I've seen anybody cooler than a really young Mick Jagger when he was like 18 or 19 and he just absolutely coked off his face performing. I'm sure many people would agree with you on that. You know how many people are like, oh, I didn't realise the guy was on the thinks really drugs. Harry <laughs> Styles is really cool. And then you look back at a young Mick Jagger and you just... And but that's what he's trying to be, but he just doesn't have the drug <sighs> addiction. It's just, so, it's just so different. Like Harry Styles people is People were so under... much cooler back then, I think. Do you think Harry think Styles has made more money than him? Oh, 
that's a very good question. No, because Mick Jagger's still going. The Rolling Stones are still... Oh, still fuck me. They probably... I, with all of their, like, painted shit with, like, the, the mm. tongue, like, their branding, mm. like, yeah. I'm sure that they're not... But Harry Styles, I mean, I wouldn't say he's far off, probably, with his net worth. Like, I mean, he's probably just got more money than most have, so that's good. Would you um, say he's as talented... I don't feel like I'm somebody... Some people would say yes. No, I wouldn't. He was never good... Do you want me to be honest? Do you want me to be really honest with you? Harry Styles was never good enough to be by himself because they put him in a band of five. But that was true. And in fact, I think I remember your client used to manage them say that. It said that none of them were good enough to be like single solo artists and they couldn't manage themselves. That's why they got put together. So I'm not saying that somebody can't come out and grow from that. I think he's got... I, I don't fucking know. I don't listen to his music, but... I would just assume that no, he's probably not like. He's been in a few. He's branched out as an as an actor. Too fair, actually. He's been in what was it, D Day? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> Close. That is. No. No. No, D Day was when they. Oh um, dear, you look like you're right here. You're doing a Brian Cox and no, me, don't you? Fucking to, no. no I just hope <laughs> I don't get it wrong, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so." D Day is in May, is it not? I to be honest with you, I don't because Zimbabwe right. or Rhodesia wasn't. Oh, here we now. You you think you know what you're talking no, about, and then now you're throwing gra- back Rhodesia. Nobody knows what Rhodesia is unless you are literally from Zimbabwe. Yeah, no, but my, uh, Grandpa Jock was in the World War Two. I think most of our grandparents were in the World War Two. Were they? Well, my grandfather was evacuated. Your gra- one of your relatives was one of the best riflemen in the country, in the Commonwealth. What? Yeah, I think it was your great great grandfather. Was what? He was <laughs> one of like, the what? best <laughs> riflemen in the Commonwealth, and there's a specific type of rifle that, or musket, I think. I always knew, was, bang, bang. That was designed after him. Sick. And I wonder your, if that's in our... Got all the, my the, dad. Your dad's got all the men. Oh, it's my dad's his, side, not his, my mum's side. Office. Yeah, no, your dad's side, yeah. It's, it's really fascinating. He's got all the stuff in the Surely that's worth quite a lot. Um, I mean, the certificates were just unbelievably beautiful. So intricately, you know, you came on. <laughs> no, it's just again, it just I feels just like. I looked at a piece of paper. I thought that's well, beautiful. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you actually look at it, when you actually look at it, it's like gold gilted, and it's like the the font and the, the, you know, you appreciate that 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 is handmade. Do you know what I mean? That's not printed on. Oh, okay, right. D Day quickly. D-Day was June, not May. June. Um, and it was, uh, why, why, what did you want, why were we in this conversation? Dunkirk is different to D-Day. Because Dunkirk is when... D-Day is the Normandy landing. Fe- uh, they went to go and fetch everybody in the boats. Operation Dynamo, I the evacuation Dunkirk, from Dunkirk yeah, involved the rescue. Yeah, all the uh, civilian boats. Is D-Day and Dunkirk the same? No. Oh, Dunkirk at the very beginning yes. and D-Day commencing the last act. Okay, okay so we've well, learned kind something. Of, it kind of leads into each other. I hope yeah, you all learned yeah. something then because I've I just learned something. Everyone probably knows that already. <laughs> you fucking dumb cunts. Yeah, like, Why are we even listening to you on Spotify? Christ. Um, no education, but I do know your biomechanics. I'm trying to... <laughs> 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 um, right, we need to finish on person C, which we're going to talk about, which is somebody that's just not really applied themselves at all. Feels like a little bit in a frenzy about the festive season because mm. you're probably listening to everybody. You've done nothing, and then you're like, "Fuck, I need to do something in January." 
And then you're thinking to yourself, I might as well just continue going. It's December. Yeah. Let me give you a word of advice. It's not going to get easier if you do that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Never to... The best time to start anything is when you are the busiest. And the reason why that is, is because you actually learn how to manage these things like through your absolute busiest times. And then, the, as I said, like out when you, things calm down, you actually realize like it's already in play. So then you know that if you're gonna then go into a very busy phase again, that you can actually manage it. A lot of people go the opposite way. I need to start when it's really quiet. And then hopefully by that time I'll know how to manage it when it gets really busy. Yeah. But it just doesn't work like that. Cause it, can you see how like exactly what we were saying about the socializing aspect, if somebody's, been trying to make progress on their health and fitness this whole last year and they've been really adherent to things they're going to have a very good understanding of certain elements that's not the case for obviously a lot of people that don't put in the work so mm. if you're somebody that's like thinking fuck i said to myself i was going to do something this year and i've done nothing First of all, don't panic, because I feel like this year has flown fucking by. Now, that's not an excuse, because I sound like exactly what we just said in the sense of encouraging people to it. But mm. I, it's very easy in the next four weeks for you to put yourself into an even worse position to start yeah. with. Like, it's so easy. Sorry to say this, in four weeks, you could fucking, well, I could easily put on, I reckon... I reckon if I went for it and just didn't care, I could probably easily put on five or six, seven kilos. Oh, yeah. Either, well, you'd be up fucking crazy, oh, I reckon. Yeah, 12. Yeah, like, literally. So, you know, if you're in a position you're already unhappy with and you've been really fighting against this whole year, our advice is to you is that festive, Christmas is coming next year, okay? Mm. Christmas is going to be there. Hopefully, fingers crossed, your family will be too. Like, sorry if I've offended anyone on that. But like, you know... The reality is, is you've got to say to yourself, okay, well, I need to start making quite small adjustments so that I'm going into the new year to feel a little bit better sure. about myself or my health. Um, and so when it comes to all your socializing and all of that, you know, it's gonna be hard for you to have structure because you've got none, do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's the reality. You've also got no target to follow, no accountability to have. Yeah. So, you know, you're gonna have to do, a, this is, self-responsibility which is going to have to really claw <laughs> really claw through on this yeah. you know to keep you from going obliterating yourself further yeah. but i just think it's important like how do you manage a festive season if you really do want to make some change in the back of your mind you've been fighting against it all year well it's not too late to fucking start yeah. anything i i said to mark like i fucking hate that whole like you know, it's in our industry, it's that whole thing of it's not too late to start. It's never too late to start. Like, we no. mean it at any time, do you know what I mean? But I just yeah. guess that New Year is that whole thing of, like, human nature. Yeah. Oh, something's new. I'm going to do something all new. Do you know what I mean? I've got better hopes for myself from yesterday than I do today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's literally... The, the, the way you could flip it right on its head and, and look at a different perspective, like, most people are going to be taking time off work around around this time to stretch out the you know the stereotypical uh, f time frame that that most companies close uh, business, so it's theoretically for most people, I know there might be travel involved, but statistically you're going to have more free time on your hands to be able to action something. Mm. Doesn't it need to be wholesale? You know, nobody's asking yeah, you to like run an Iron Man, but which you know, if if you haven't pulled the trigger the whole year, you know making another excuse for yourself that oh well you know, the the year's over 
X, Y, and Z, like Georgia said, okay, for some people, it's not going to be a problem. But for some people, you're going to put on three, four kilos. And that, again, it's not like in a, in a shaming way. It's coming from a coaching narrative. Well, it's like, well, if you haven't been able to lose zero kilos the entire year and you've just put on additional weight, does that mean that, you know, what's in store for you for 2024? Because currently you're depreciating and it's only just going to get harder and harder for you as as you you I know, wouldn't even say it's three to four kilo. As I said, like we're not talking like you know. At the end of the day, like the thing is, though, what people need to understand is sustainably to lose three to four kilos of body fat, not lean muscle mass. Like it does take a long time. Like it's yeah. not something that you can easily drop off. Like you can lose weight pretty quickly, yeah. but that's also going to be sacrificing. But again, for coming from person C who hasn't done anything, not not to say they haven't done anything. But their overall consistency has been so no. They haven't done. Person C hasn't done anything. They've been fighting against wanting to yeah, do but something. Again, but they haven't the, taken any action. I remember also uh, every every other person's narrative that especially that haven't done what they've set out to do in their head that they they've done things. Do you know what I mean? Because again, when you look at someone's check-in form how i'm not talking about people yeah, that are kind no no no, no. Let's Take just say for example, somebody has had no for example how adherent have you been this this week oh my adherence is 80 percent. okay well let's go and look over your data oh wait there is none so how adherent no, have you No, but like, I, I, no, because you're having a fucking arsey you know fart I mean? right no, now. No, I'm not no. having an arsey fart, but I'm saying that there the, are I'm people... I personally see as somebody that's had no professional help, has nothing, do you know what I mean? In a sense of, and has been fighting against going, do you know what, I need some help on this. And it's fighting against making change. And this month is one particular month in the year where people can make that situation a hell of a lot worse because of the actions they choose to make. And so... I think it's really important to say that, like, if you are somebody that is the person C who hasn't, you know, you to quantify fuck all, Mark. To be quite honest with you, you can't quantify shit. What do you? What do you got answer to? Nothing because you've never hired professional help. That's fucking fine. Do you know what I mean? But if you don't want to make yourself feel more, I don't know, disappointed in not actioning something then this december i would say to any client make very you know somebody wants to come on board now and it's just not ready you know it's got all these things going on wants to do all of that like just make very small adjustments like if you're adamant you've got to go for fucking brunch with your friends do you know what i mean for some christmas themed whatever then walk there do you know what i mean the same as like if you're you know small adjustments you know Oh, okay, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do. You know, I'm not gonna go to the gym. Or I can't be asked to get up to go to a class or to do anything like that. I would just say to you, make small adjustments where that routine come January can be something that if you do want to invest into, you do want to see progress, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier than like fucking swallowing like a grater, do you know what I mean? When you've actually got to do something and you just don't have a, you've not even put any consideration into any small action. Mm. So there's always these possible ways like, you know, you could always increase your protein intake. It doesn't take much, and you don't need a target to increase your fucking protein sure, intake. that's true. You also don't need a target to tell you not to be a gluttonous twat, do you know what I mean? If you want to be a gluttonous twat, expect the fucking consequences, which is always going to be something like, oh, I need to go on a diet now. Yeah. You know, but as I said, if you've got to go <sighs> to all these social things, you know, and you oh, want to do this. Health. Yeah walk walk more do you know what I mean start walking more mm -hmm. start getting more movement in understand though that movement mm. is going to increase your energy expenditure which can also mean that you could be hungrier so 
it's just like if you're going to eat breakfast somewhere or you're going to eat a meal out somewhere, walk, do you know what I mean? Don't just be lazy. I get in the evening for women, like, don't do that. Um, which is a shame, that's but a good, it's... That's a good... That's don't... A good. I'm not saying, because so many... You know, I see so many men like, just go outside for your fucking steps. And it's like, okay, you can walk at any time of the day. We can, definitely cannot. Like, yeah. so, you know, it's... It, I just think small steps, like drink more water... Think about just moderating your ankle, to, an, ankle take, your ankle Ooh. tag, your ankle tag, ASBO life. Make sure you, yeah, make sure you charge your ankle tag. Tag up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good going out. Your alcohol intake. It's yes. not hard to make these small fucking adjustments. Yeah. Get better sleep, seeing as you've get got time off sleep. work. Don't go and get fucking pissed yeah. on a bottle of sherry that you fucking can't stand drinking. But because your dad's got it in the cupboard and you just feel like you need to, yeah. you know what I mean? You've then got a cracking hangover for like three days. Yeah. So... There are things that you can do if you're person C, and this applies to person A, B, C, and all the rest of it. If small, tiny actions do build in the sense of creating a clearer path, like, if you are genuinely something that's just not addressed it, just take the smallest step forward and just realise that come January, when you finally want to fucking action something, perhaps, Mm. like, you know, who knows... You know, one, are you going to have that motivation? And two, like, what have you done to not literally be in, like, just a shit place mentally? Like, do you know Mm. how many people we get coming, oh, I hate myself, do you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, that's quite strong language to use. Do you actually hate yourself or is it because you just didn't practice any kind of routine or slight discipline, you know? It's not motivation that's going to keep you here, do you know what I mean? Christmas motivation goes out the fucking window, you know? It is discipline, and you only get that discipline from repeating the same actions and behaviours and just realising that doing the opposite of your disciplined act is almost abnormal. Like, not saying that calorie tracking is fucking, you know, if you're not doing a life without calorie tracking, I'm just saying that your discipline comes down to, like, I don't calorie track on a day-to-day basis, like, sometimes, do you know what I mean, depending on, but I have a very, very good understanding of what I consume. I pretty much eat the same things on a day-to-day basis. Every day. I've also seen... But I also can't justify that and I don't expect a yeah, client to listen to that and go, oh, I'm going to do the same because you, you can't. You can literally eyeball... I did, I do. Uh, yeah, and... Like fucking 30 grams of dot. Cut it and put it on the thing and it's exactly on the On, on the, the dot. dot. I've done this, uh, you can also imagine I've done this for how many clients, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nutritional planning is not like, oh, practice. this meal's really tasty, I'm going to give it to them. It's like I'm giving you, how do I know what the quantities are and things? How do I know, like, you know what I mean? It's because... You know, my nutritional background won't necessarily be giving me that. It's the actual experience I've had in the sense of, like... So I I just think, like, everyone's got a chance in the sense of making good progress, keeping their progress up. You've just got to understand that I don't want to be that... You've got to prioritise your goals and, you know, come... I'm also not keen on people just doing nothing and being gluttonous. I'm sorry, but You are gluttonous as well, though, Mark. No, but I'm also not doing nothing. No, but also you're not in a position to to say that. And I don't even think that people should be taking what we're going to be doing at Christmas because what we're going to be doing at Christmas is not something you're probably going to want to like to hear. I'll probably get up, do about 25 push-ups with an ADHD rage. Sucky, sucky. Sucky, sucky. And then the day Sucky, started. sucky, Santa's happy. Yeah, literally. Yeah, Santa's, <laughs> Sit Santa's, on Santa's lap. Santa's come early. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it oh now. Santa's come early down the chimney. Yes. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> but, you know, so don't take what... We're not idolising perfection here. We are not perfect. Whenever we no, say things, we're not, we're not perfect. Much. 
But I just want you to have a very strong reality is that in life, unfortunately, things don't get better unless you actually action something. Things don't get easier unless you fucking action things. You're never going to be more comfortable unless you action things in your uncomfortable stage. So this festive season, Christmas is next year, guys. Do you know what I mean? This is not going to be like, you know, the Queen's funeral. It's like literally it's coming next year. Okay. So unless something like the Big Bang Theory, which could fucking happen with... Mm. Supposedly, they that woman that always does bets for like the year. She's yeah, like a ra- old Russian lady. Yeah. yeah, I think she's Russian or whatever, and she sits and she predicts the year ahead. Okay, she's like really, really famous apparently. Yeah. Supposedly, say? like everybody says that she pretty much predicts the same thing. She says that Putin's going to get assassinated. Yeah, that um, twenty twenty four is going to bring the worst economical crash. Nice, and that uh, in twenty twenty four we're going to see the biggest amount of. Uh, chemical warfare, uh, biotech warfare in terrorism acts or whatever, like something nice. like that, which I was like, Sounds right, positive. Amazing. Anyway, so 2024 is looking great, guys. So if we do make it to all Christmas next year, yeah. just realise the turkey's still going to be there. Quality streets well, are being made this year for yeah. next year. So whatever you put in your mouth, just realise it has been made last yeah. year in production because it has, yeah. like yeah. literally. And if there's World War Three, at least at least you'd want to be fit and ready. You know what I mean? All I'm saying is that I know if somebody threw me off a cliff, I'd be able to at least just hang on to it. How long? <laughs> Not probably that long. Depends, really. Depends if I kept my body very mad, like moderate. Um, you but always no. see that in movies where people are like just hanging with one hand from a helicopter and you're like... Yeah, I know. That person's well, with the strongest rotator cuff in the entire planet. I'm sure there are some people that like... Yeah, like, maybe if you're an Olympic free wall climber, but like... Well, yeah. I think, it, yeah, well, maybe or I am like that. A, or like a, a, a green beret or a Navy SEAL. Um, a Navy SEAL, fuck. I, yeah. I, I would love, like, I wouldn't want to do it with all the other people, but I'd love like a Navy SEAL to take me through like the actual training. Mm. I'd want I'd want to do that. I feel yeah, like I'm somebody who can do SAS, who does Yeah, I think you'd be pretty good at that. No, I'd probably hurt people if they annoyed me. Um, oh, do, you, do you think you'd have it in you in the boxing challenge to box somebody? They'd out? probably put me against a man just for the sake of it. I'd hope you would. I expect, I'd expect but I just, you as I said before on this podcast, I think we've spoken about SS Who Dares Wins Who do you before. think would win? Between, I'd go in so prepared. Like, I wouldn't be that. Who do you think that. would win between you and Matt Hancock? M- bruv. <laughs> bruv, like, do you know how many people I look at in the gym where I'd go, you... I think you'd smoke him. Again, you just never know. He's like a scatty hands, nah, like won't look where he's going. No, like all I'm saying is that I do things with purpose. No, like so if I had to go if I knew I was going on a program like that, fuck me, would I be prepared? I would make you gas me. I've told you this. Like yeah. just like proper yeah, in the bathroom, yeah, 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 do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We'd be doing like nitro like obviously yeah. not because the dogs That'd would be, be like great. But we'd go through the whole, I'd go I'd through the whole training. You. I'd pepper spray you I in could the not go on national TV. The same as like, who wants to be a millionaire and get the question wrong? Fuck, it would be so frustrating. I just, I yeah, couldn't be like. Maybe we should like... put you in there. Let's put you in there. We can, because I'm keen on, on pepper spraying you in the shower. <laughs> what, so sucky, sucky pepper spray? <laughs> what, so whilst you're cleaning, you can pepper spray. Whilst you're getting really hygienically clean. Yeah. You can fucking pepper spray me. I'll get you in the mood. I'll get you in the mood by pepper spraying you. It's not pepper spray. It's like dial, isn't it? Like Siren gas. Yeah, siren gas. Yeah, it's what makes you Which feel I like violently sick. I think it's just a very scary thing for pepper spray. Well, I think it's not nice. It makes you feel very nauseous and very sick and like mm. feels like 
but no, I think the boxing, I think the same as like the, the I would just have to practice. I would hire somebody to like mm. 12 weeks yeah. of like fucking. Just wearing boots and running with a rucksack on your back. And I'd like become so prepared that they'd be like, can you slow down? I'd be like, sorry, am I doing an army trial? I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I want to be in the SS now. I wonder if there's any, how many women are in the SAS? I don't know. That's actually something I would quite like to research. I don't know if they allow women in there. Really? I don't think so. They might do. I think there there must be a one or two, a few, maybe. Th- if I'm I'm not mistaken, I th- I think that there's a potential that they might not accept women full stop. They accept women. Sorry, I'm just doing a quick Google of my Google histories. Yeah, we don't. Know. Women have been able to serve the SS after yeah. transferring from covert surveillance units such as the special. Yeah, oh, so you've got to. Yeah, you've got to be, it's one of the most, it was obviously the most world's most elite special operations yeah, community. It's now open joke. to women, but not fucking, no, but no, only, only a handful. Oh, it's Christ. You know, the UK has only been phasing women into combat oriented roles since 2016. Really? What? No. Well, putting women on. Yeah, because I used to what know about people that were. the women that went to Afghanistan? That were, they, were they British? Yeah. Of course they were. We watched th- that whole program was based on. Remember that uh, one with Michelle Keegan, where she used to. She was a, a medic, wasn't that in Afghanistan? Or do you remember? But that? she was a medic. I guess uh, I would. Like I would put combat that, roles combat in the sense role. of like. F- no, but maybe not like in the sense of that. Maybe the women were support, like in the sense of like doctors, like nurses, like on That's ground, like sexist. you know the. Oh. No, but it's not sexist. This is clearly Very happily what... give a woman a gun and send her into battle. Somebody <laughs> says here, this is the thing on Quora, the quite the fucking the page that you know you go and Off read. Go. Somebody says, how difficult is it for women to get into SAS? Yeah. Almost impossible, if not. <laughs> a woman would have to first minded. be part of the Royal Marines or the parachute. Yeah, which is, de- Reg- which is regiment. Done, which although done. not necessarily taken to mind that there are only a couple of females in both of these combined. Yeah. Even their male counterparts that try to make it fa- make it fail by at least ninety percent rate. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy. Oh my god, I don't know if I'd be like. I think emotionally, I could deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Till my period know. hit, that's the problem. I'd have to go complete. I'd have to get it all taken out. And then everybody would be scared of you. Yeah, because I'd be like, and then they'd change the whole. Maybe I'd just take more testosterone or something. The the whole the whole. Entrance. You'd have to take testosterone in the army. Testosterone. I, Probably not. Mm, Drug tested. I think in the I think America is a lot more lenient, but having spoken to people like Wes and stuff like that, they're they're not very big on uh, peds. Because again, they don't. They, there's no value in muscle mass at that in those in those environments because it's just oh, do you know what I'm reading down. the complete wrong thing because the SAS also stands for special air service so they've been allowed to do that since 2018 so like you have to be part but uh, actually I think the SAS yeah the actual you have to like oh yeah Oh, yeah, 2018, they said that. Oh, but I actually think the women were... Fa- fuck, I, I actually... I need There'll to do some more further. On the, on, the, on the up and coming. That, that being said, like... I, I don't think my parents would have wanted me to, like, join the army. I think they would have been had a massive break. My grandparents would not fucking... I think... Cause no, be, I think it's a very... It's a good career to go into. No, just in the sense of, like, 
nobody really wants their child going and fucking fighting in like I always knew that because we obviously there was guys that would went into the yeah, army our school a lot of guys quite a few guys from our school but like none of their parents well. like were like adamant that they wanted to see their child you know going into Afghanistan and shit like there was no. so many of the like no. older people that when I was at school that had like went into like the uh, like armed forces no. I mean like yeah, I mean, I think it was so yeah. hard. I know, obviously, women are in, like, Royal Navy and all of that. Yeah. Like, fuck, all the time. I'd just be very interested in the most elite, like, combat, like... I'm sure they Because you've got to fight. To be... you've, the problem is, that's the thing. You've got to I be able to fight. I would say probably, like... Um, but look at that guy at UFC with the Russians, arms. You know the one. Uh, KGB. The arms. The Russian KGB. Yeah, like... Honey I'm sh- trapping, because that's what the CIA, that's what MI6, that's what the KGB do. They employ... Uh, very attractive uh, aid female woman to extract information out of targets and I'm sure they must be And we be said like the other a, day that our job would be the absolute yeah. best to, to like sign us up with that like in yeah. the sense of if you had yeah. like somebody like us as like a very close yeah. aid of like somebody you want and you were hired by the CRE you would be able yeah. to get like yeah. fucking everything So if the Ministry <laughs> of Defence is listening to this you know, we well, we've just said it on fucking Spotify. Get us, uh, get us a contract in in Beijing, and we'll go and get you some info. I think like a husband and wife, like us, love training, just mm. like keep ourselves got animals. Mm. How nice, mm. do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Start entertaining conversations with like some sort of fucking high up, like. Mm. It's oh, like yeah, there's not stuff that's happened not happened before. It's just the thing I'm yeah, sat there going like, yeah. fuck. Not in the sense, fuck. We're not being hired by the CIA and then giving oh, yeah, But yeah, like yeah, in the yeah, sense yeah, of like, that's know. not not happened before. Where like a lot has been yeah. shared to you. Like I said to oh, Mark yeah. the other day, like um, I th- really think that like the biggest thing that you need to learn about if you're going to be a trainer and a good like a coach, a coach yeah. trainer. First of all, we've got to have done that coaching expertise, blah, 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 but is actually how do you answer a question or how do you give advice to somebody on something completely out of training and nutrition, which is usually what you talk about. Life, like, do you know how many people, like when I was really young and I first something, you know, women would say to me, I'm gonna get divorced, what do you think? And you're like, what? Like, okay, (laughs) fuck, okay. um, Why? Okay, so explain through the history, like what's going on? And you're like, I'm not probably qualified to say Mm -hmm. anything right now, but Mm -hmm. they're, seeking advice in you in the sense of being like a non i've impl- i've implemented certain coaching tactics with people that they have then gone into a multinational company at ceo level and implemented company wise to improve their, their yeah you've got it only takes a few words and also just them actioning something in the sense of themselves to yeah. understand like what it is but like this is what i'm saying like you actually went in and like hired us like ministry of defense like you know to go and find yeah. information like fuck me it would be easy yeah easy like that's the worry that's easy, really easy. worrying yeah. um anyway so we're gonna just go and find some information on you all listening yeah, right now yeah. we can see where you are we actually can see where you are ip addresses we can actually see where everyone is that listens to this. Which is, which is cool. crazy. You can get to the point where you can see what device people are like, oh, the so-and-so has listened to it on an iPad. Oh, you do you honestly give a fuck about that? <laughs> Just saying. Christ, I think we've got better things to do. Go and find some information. All oh, sucky, sucky. Anyway, yeah. um, bye, everyone. We'll bye be back everyone. next week. Have, Have a good, a good week. Bye. Bye.